1: This is Andrew Harvey, and I'd like to invite you to join me next February on a pilgrimage to the artistic, historical, and spiritual soul of North India. Or journey to the Sacred Heart of Sri Lanka with us next March and explore the healing depths of Buddhist traditions, meditation, and art. Learn more at sacredearthjourneys.ca
2: Mention Unity Online Radio when booking and save $200 at sacredearthjourneys.ca
3: Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey, Unity Online Radio.
2: Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program.
3: So happy to be with you. (sighs) We've been having a little heat spell, hot flash in LA, which has been lovely. And I am getting ready to uh, go east for the holidays. And it's exciting. Lots of good, exciting things happening. So happy to share with you. So let us not delay, let us begin with a prayer and a blessing like we always do. So I invite you to take that breath of love and gratitude with me So we open our heart and mind and we literally place our hand on our heart to remind ourselves that we're wholeheartedly available to love and be loved, to remember our true identity and we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. (sighs) So grateful and so thankful to call forth our awakening, to call forth our healing. Yes, yes, yes. In grace and gratitude, we truly share the benefits of our opening, our awakening, our healing with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So today I'd like to share some insights that I've had and also to really address some things that people have been asking me about. So right now is a time of huge expansion, more than ever before. It seems like people are waking up. And part of that waking up process for me was that I began to feel my feelings more. I began to have more and more clarity about just what a mess my thinking was and how much clutter I had accumulated in my mind, how much emotional baggage I was dragging around with me that I hadn't dealt with. And so right now, I have two main classes that are in offering and and uh, starting in 2014 they will basically be in continuous offering so there's my 7 week spiritual boot camp class which is finding freedom and then there's my year long masterful living course which starts on january 1st And by the way, if you just like to sign up for the first two weeks of Masterful Living, those first two weeks are called New Year's Intentions, and you can have that as its own class, and those details are at jenniferhadley.com to sign up for the first two weeks of Masterful Living, which are the New Year's Intentions, setting New Year's Intentions. So... Masterful Living is a year-long class. We have class almost every week, and it's designed to help you anchor into a spiritual practice of love. So one of the things I notice about a lot of Course in Miracles students and New Thought students is we study. We're good studiers. We like that intellectual part. We love to read the books. We love to have the conversations. We love to take the classes. And that was definitely me. And then what happened was I reached this point where in my mind there was tremendous clutter. That's what it felt like. And so much emotional baggage that I hadn't dealt with, that I had swept under the rug. And when I was training to be an agape practitioner and minister, one of the things that we talked about was doing a spiritual bypass. And so I, I thought I knew what a spiritual bypass was, and yet I was constantly doing a spiritual bypass. So let me define that because I think it's really helpful. Helpful, and I see uh, a lot of Course and Miracle students doing that. So a spiritual bypass is when you say uh, it's all good. And for instance, I say it's all good, but it's not all fun. And when we say it's all good, or we say, oh, well, I know what the spiritual purpose of this experience is, um, where we will say, oh, that was a big bummer. So another forgiveness lesson, I just had to forgive it. And so we might say that we forgive it, but we're still holding on to judgment, resentment, regret blame, shame, jealousy, thoughts of revenge, all kinds of upset still being generated even though we thought we forgave it. It's because that thought of forgiveness was totally up in the head, was not down in the heart. So for me, one of the realizations I had about the new thought teachings is that for me science of mind was very very mental which is what drew me to it it's what the appeal was same with A Course in Miracles but as I I committed to my healing and started to really do the deep work live it I found that it was not an intellectual exercise I had to really take it into my heart In order to live the love and walk the talk. So that's what we're interested here on the show. And that's what we do in my classes is we really take it into the nitty-gritty day-to-day, moment-by-moment experience. So we bring the intellectual understanding of the teachings into our living spiritual practice. Because without a living spiritual practice of love, we don't experience the healing because it is love that is our healer. So if we're just up in our heads with it and we haven't taken it into our heart, then we're not going to have that healing experience that we so deeply desire. So the spiritual bypass is when we remain up in our head and we say things like, Oh, I forgave that. But in truth, we're still holding on to upset in our heart. Now, one of the reasons that we do that spiritual bypass is because we don't feel we know how to do the emotional healing. We don't feel we know what the emotional healing would involve. And part of it is, too, that we feel the experience of feeling our feelings would be too painful, would be excruciating, too upsetting, too disturbing. We wouldn't be able to handle it. And the only reason that we have that thought, that belief, is because we're operating on our own. So in my classes, what I teach is about partnering up, partnering up. With the Holy Spirit. And of course, that's what A Course in Miracles is all about. The Holy Spirit really is our higher self, our holy self. And so what we're doing in our spiritual practice of A Course in Miracles is we're learning to be in that partnership. We're really doing it moment by moment, day by day. So it's that practice of starting each day by invoking the higher Holy Spirit self into our awareness and saying, just like it says in A Course in Miracles, you decide for me. I'm interested in healing. I'm interested in being truly helpful. And that's what I am doing. I'm doing it. Through my little willingness. So in that section, the little willingness, which is in chapter 18 in the textbook, it says, it is your realization that you need do so little that enables the Holy Spirit to give so much. Check that out. Really contemplate that for a moment. Your willingness to partner up. Is all that's necessary. And it says here, your realization that you need to do so little that enables the Holy Spirit to give so much. So, what does that really mean? We do so little. It's, we don't have to do anything, really. It's more about allowance. That's one of the things I teach about in Masterful Living, is invoking the law of allowance. So, it's already been given to us. That's what A Course in Miracles says. Ask and it is given because it already has been given. It's already been given to us. The fullness of the kingdom is pre-installed. It's already ours. However, if we don't access it, we won't recognize that. So, it's kind of like, imagine that you're a superhero, And you're the savior of the world. You're a superhero. And you can heal your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body. You can heal your finances and all your relationships. You have superhero powers. And all you have to do to fully engage those superhero powers is to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self all day long. And let the Holy Spirit Do the heavy lifting. But what you do instead is you think, I'm on my own. I have to do it myself. I don't know how. I don't know how to be prosperous. I don't know how to be abundant. I don't know how to be happy. So instead, I'm going to try to be happy by making more money. I'm going to be try to be happy by finding someone who loves me or who will let me love them. I'm going to try to be happy by taking antidepressants. I'm going to try to be happy by all these other means. I'm going to be try, try to be happy by working my will in the world. When this seemingly secret power is there all along. It's always been there. It always will be. It is the light of the world that is pre-installed in you. And it says in the little willingness section in chapter 18, it's my page 380. Trust not your good intentions. They are not enough. But trust implicitly your willingness. So, For me, I've realized not to trust my own perceptions and even my own good intentions to say, "Hmm, I don't know what anything is for a lot. I say that a lot. And I say, but I'm interested in knowing what it's for. I love this. It says, In in this uh, section on the little willingness, it says, um, God did not create his dwelling place unworthy of him. And if you believe he cannot enter where he wills to be, you must be interfering with his will. So it is divine will. Divine will is our will because we are God. So, God's will is our will. Divine will is the only will that there is. That is the teaching of A Course in Miracles. So, there's the illusion of free will, and then there's divine will. Divine will is our will. God did not create his dwelling place unworthy of him. And if you believe God cannot enter where God wills to be, you must be interfering with God's will. The holy instant does not come from your little willingness alone. It's always the result of your small willingness combined with the unlimited power of God's will. So that's why we learn to practice that partnering up day after day and moment after moment. So, what I notice right now, so many people are feeling stretched and pushed because the more the light turns on in this world, the more people are waking up to their own holiness. Literally, the more light there is in our third dimensional human experience. So, as I say all the time, if you were living in a dank, dark space where you had accumulated a lot of junk. And now, progressively, moment by moment, on a very noticeable basis, you were seeing more and more and more light. You would start to see, oh my gosh, there's a lot of junk in here. I've accumulated a lot of stuff. It's dirty. It's grungy. It's dusty. It's musty. It's moldy in here. And where... When you were sitting in the darkness, you didn't notice all of that. You would have been able to feel it, but you couldn't really see it. And without really being able to see it, you might not have been able to deal with it. But now that more and more people are waking up, because all minds are joined, we're seeing more and more clearly where our false beliefs are, where the troubles and the challenges are. And so what we're doing is we're being motivated and inspired to work with the higher Holy Spirit self to clean up the mess. Again, we don't have to do the heavy lifting, but we do have to cultivate that willingness. Now, remember, I I need do nothing. That's what that refers to. There's nothing that we need to do. Now, we can do many, many things. So we, when we are living in that more open-minded space, inspiration will flow in and we'll get the insight to do something. Oh, call Aunt Edna. She could use a call today. And you think, gosh, I haven't called Aunt Edna in six months. She probably wouldn't appreciate hearing from me. That's the ego. But spirit is saying, call Aunt Edna. Then you call, or maybe Aunt Edna's having a really dark day, and just the sound of your voice, the sound that someone, anyone cares, would make a huge difference. The more we're waking up, the more we can be divinely guided and inspired to acts that are expressions of love, extending love. And it's through that extension that we're experiencing more love. Love is our healer. So the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the holy self is always guiding us to ways to express more love, extend more love, be more loving towards ourself and others so that we can experience the healing power of that love. Love is our true identity, so love is the only healer that we have. Love is the true healer. Because love is our default setting. It's our true identity. And so when we choose love, we are choosing our own healing. Now, right now, so many people are letting me know that they're feeling really stretched, really challenged. They're feeling meltdown. They're feeling physical pain, emotional pain. And hurt, all kinds of things are coming up. And this is natural and normal during the holiday. During this time that we celebrate the Christ Presence, being born into our human experience. It is a time for us to do deep healing. When we are reminded of old hurts and resentments and regrets. When we're feeling those pains and the pangs of guilt and shame and blame and all of that coming up in our mind, it is literally coming up for healing. It means it is the perfect, the ultimate opportunity to do the healing. The more pain and suffering you have, the more powerful the healing opportunity is in the moment. That's been my learning experience. So the more painful it is, whatever you do if you can avoid going to self-medication denial and spiritual bypass but instead get into that partnership higher Holy Spirit self heal me now I'm willing to be loving I'm willing to choose love as my healer heal me now I'm willing show me is there something for me to do something for me to forgive I'm willing so willing So I invite you to ponder that. And if you'd like, I have a free class for your download at the Masterful Living page at JenniferHadley.com. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and walking the talk. I'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now.
0: Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul. Recognize and trust its guidance. And begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to live a life of integrity in soul vows. And discover your soul's unique purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your soul wants five
4: things.
1: What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
3: And we're back. We're talking about when it feels really, really challenging. And you just want to freak out or you're having a meltdown. Uh, Maybe you just are feeling like you'd like to kill somebody else or you'd like to kill yourself. Because, hey, sometimes in the human experience, it can feel that way. And part of our waking up, part of our spiritual practice is to have resources when that happens. And so... Here are some some things for you. I really think that the most helpful thing I can share with you is to hold in your mind, this is the most important moment of my life. This is the greatest healing opportunity for me right now. I am choosing my healing. And my healing is love. Because love is the only healer That there is. Why is love the only healer that there is? Because our true nature, our true identity is love. And so the only thing that there is to heal is the perception that we are not perfect love. Teach only love for that is what you are. So our healing at the most fundamental levels and at the most sophisticated levels is really for us to remember that our true nature is to be the perfect givers and receivers of love. And so any time that we're feeling a meltdown, we're feeling upset, we're feeling afraid, freaked out, worried, concerned, ashamed, suicidal, angry, furious, ballistic, Whatever it might be, it's because we've forgotten our true identity and we've become identified with a small self, a selfish self, a limited self, a self that is lacking. And the reason why it upsets us so deeply is because it's not true. This is why the truth sets us free. So the opinions and the judgments which are the nature of all those thoughts of lack and limitation, they upset us. The cause of all fear is our choice to energize thoughts, beliefs, thoughts that are not true. Beliefs. The truth is true and the truth sets us free. And the truth is that we need do nothing The truth is that we already are perfect love. And it's our willingness to have our memory restored, our awareness restored, that allows us to experience that healing. That's what the little willingness is all about. So when we're feeling really pressured and pushed, when we're feeling really emotional, shut down, freaked out, worried, afraid, suicidal, whatever it might be, it's an opportunity for extraordinary healing. And you know, one of the ways I learned this, and I've talked about this before, but one of the ways I learned this is through my experience of quitting smoking which I did several times, <laughs> and I can't even remember the last time I quit smoking, but um I definitely don't smoke anymore. I don't even think about it or have any desire whatsoever to smoke, for which I'm grateful. But when I first was quitting smoking and that bodily temptation to smoke, the craving was there, what I learned was The more intense the craving, if I could breathe through it, drink water, go for a walk, distract my mind, find ways to just allow myself to move through it, then the subsequent cravings would get easier and easier. So if you don't give in to the strong, strong temptations, they will recede. Because what we're doing is we're loosening that attachment. And so it's the same if we're thinking we're not good enough, there's something wrong with us, we're bad, we're unworthy, anything like that. The more upset we are, the more healing is available to us in that very moment. And all we have to do is be willing to choose love. Be willing to partner up. So it's as simple as in that moment, just saying to your own higher Holy Spirit self, help me now. Help me choose love. Help me see the choice for love. Help me be more willing to choose love. Help me be more willing to see and know and feel and hear the choice for love. I am activating my willingness right now. I give all the heavy lifting to you. It's amazing. Also, I think that there is tremendous power in the statement, I am that I am. And I know that there's a lot of confusion for some people. What does that really mean? So, our higher self, our holy self, is the Holy Spirit, it is the Christ presence. And another name for God, another name for our higher Holy Spirit self, our true identity is I am. I am. So that's why Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Our I am presence is our resurrection. It is our true life. So a wonderfully powerful statement is, I am that I am. And it's, I am the I am presence. Another one is, I am the resurrection and the life of my life. I am the resurrection and the life of my life. It's recognizing that I am or the God presence that is our true identity is our real self, our holy self, and we are not separate from God. Because remember in our human experience, the only problem that we have is a belief in separation that shows up as I don't have enough money, I don't have enough love, I don't have enough freedom, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough something. There's a lack, there's a limitation. Remember, separation is... It's all about limitation and lack. So no matter where or how you feel lack or limitation, if you're experiencing it in a way that bothers you, that's representing your belief in lack and limitation. So it can mean even that you're sitting in traffic and it seems like there's not enough time for you to move through the traffic and get to where you'd like to go in the time that's allotted. So a belief in lack and limitation will show up as things like that. The more you believe in lack and limitation, the more you'll experiencing it, you'll experience it. So it's actually extremely amazing and wonderful that, The healing of our mind and all belief in lack, limitation and separation can be addressed through such simple things as I'm upset because I don't have enough money. I'm upset because there isn't enough time in the day to do all the things that I think I have to do or I think I should do. So in this holiday time when it seems like there's a lot more to do and it seems like there can be a lot more expenses, buying gifts, travel expenses, let us remember that Christ's presence is our true identity. It is our higher Holy Spirit self. And we can never be separated from it. And that awareness of our Christ self, is our abundance, it is our prosperity, and it is our eternality. So no matter how we're experiencing the lack and limitation, it's always a projection of our mind. It's always a projection of our belief system. So if we believe that we're separate from God, it's going to show up as lack and limitation in a myriad of ways. So, the more intensely it shows up, the more powerful the healing is for us. It's profound. This is why sometimes people have incredible experiences of distress. I'm I'm thinking of uh, Anita Morshani in her book, Dying to Be Me. So she literally was on her deathbed when she had an out-of-body, near-death experience where she woke up to her true identity. And then she came back into her body and very, very quickly healed her body, which was just absolutely so so close to uh, death from cancer she couldn't hold her head up she just her body was a physical wreck and she had an awakening and people have experiences that are so dramatic like that in order to help us remember the truth. So we don't have to have experiences that are so dramatic like that. We can actually have just a meltdown over spilling the coffee on our favorite blouse or that the traffic is so intense and we're going to be late for something that we think is really important. Or... We're really, really upset because we're five pounds overweight. What we think is overweight. All these things. You no, know, you just start to notice. And I invite you now to place your hand on your heart and turn within. Just think of some of the intense upsets you might have had lately, if there were any. And see if you can discern where the thought of lack and limitation is, what that belief in lack and limitation is. And recognize that that belief in lack and limitation is your experience of healing. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to partner up. So one of the best, most healing spiritual practices we can have is cultivating that little willingness to partner up, to start each day with partnering up. I love what it says in the little willingness section where it says, it is impossible to make arrogant preparations for holiness and not believe that it is up to you to establish the conditions for peace. God has established them. They do not wait upon your willingness for what they are. Your willingness is needed only to make it possible to teach you what they are. If you maintain you are unworthy of learning this, you are interfering with the lesson by believing that you must make the learner different you did not make the learner nor can you make him different would you first expect sorry would you first make a miracle for yourself and then expect one to be made for you you merely ask the question the answer is given seek not to answer but merely to receive the answer as it is given In preparing for the holy instant, do not attempt to make yourself holy to be ready to receive it. I talked about this recently. Uh, I can't remember now if it was on the radio show or in one of the com classes. And by the way, we have lots and lots of classes at com, and we have study group support at com, and we have support for anyone who thinks they might like to start a study group, all that at com. So the point here is that It is impossible to make arrogant preparations for holiness. So this is one of the things that many spiritual students don't get. They're thinking that they can't wake up, that they can't experience a miracle, that they can't experience abundance, that they can't experience physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, because they're not holy enough. So in that, belief system is the thought that you're not already holy. That is not the truth. That is a fabrication. That is a perception based on a belief system. Remember, your perceptions are projections of your belief system. Your perceptions are projections of your belief system. That's why in all my classes we work at healing the belief system. At standing in the truth, standing in a deep and profound faith in God, and letting God do the heavy lifting. Do you know, for the last week, I've been having one-on-one sessions with uh, Masterful Living students from 2013. So people who've been in class with me all year, and they have had the most extraordinary healings. Even beyond anything I could hope for them, they are having. Of course, everyone has different experiences of healing. Everyone has their own unique experience of healing, and it's always according to their willingness and nobody else's willingness. And it's been so magnificent and so beautiful to hear people person after person tell me that they've experienced so much transformation they now have a living spiritual practice and they now are so much less judgmental they have so much more trust and faith they don't feel afraid all the time this is what is possible for each and every one of us so if you'd like my help for an entire year in masterful living Please join us at jenniferhadley.com Masterful Living Course 2014. We start January 1st. It's time for me to take a break. You're listening to Jennifer Hadley on A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we really are living the love and walking the talk. And I'll be right back.
0: Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul, How to Live a Life of Integrity in Soul Vows, and Discover Your Soul's Unique Purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, visit JanetConner.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your soul wants five things.
3: There is
2: peace.
4: There is quiet. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, It's all a prayer. the voice of an awakening world.
0: Letting go
3: in the stillness.
2: You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk
3: we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley and as I was saying before the break that uh we start my year long Masterful living course on January 1st and uh New Year's Intention class. And I also would like to announce that we are almost ready with the new brand spanking new. It's so gorgeous if I do say so myself, uh, A Course in Miracles app. Now, I just want to take a few minutes to just talk about this app and its beauty and magnificence. (laughs) If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I've been working on it all year in between other things, but we've almost got it done, and uh, it's really beautiful. It's highly functional, and we're just getting some... Um, bugs worked out of it right now. You can sign up right now to get the free download of this app as soon as it's available at acimapp.com 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 acimpp.com and let me just tell you 30 seconds about the app. So I know that a lot of people think, well, I don't have an iPhone. What am I going to do with an app? Well, maybe you have an iPad. Yes, you can use the app with that. Maybe you have an Android phone. Yes, you can use the app with that. Maybe you have a computer. Yes, you can use the app with that. It even works with your desktop or your laptop computer. So basically, we have built an app that will work on just about any device that you have. So the only two phones are the iPhone and the Android, but iPads, computers, laptops of any kind ought to be able to work with this app. And so one of the great things about it is you will be able to set reminders in your phone and on your computer to remind you to do the practices in A Course in Miracles in the workbook. You'll be able to highlight sections. So it's great because if you want to highlight, make notes, uh, set reminders, mark your favorites, all those kinds of things that we like to do in our books. My book is Falling Apart. It's literally, I mean, the pages are falling out. I have to be careful that I don't lose them. I've got them so uh, marked up and dog eared and all that. It's, and post it's all the way through it. So, uh, you'll be able to do all that kind of stuff on your, uh, however you're looking at it, computer, iPad, phone. And so, uh, and it's free. Did I mention that it's totally free? So we're we're doing it on a love offering, uh, but you don't have to make a love offering, and it's acimapp.com, acimapp.com, and right now, you can register to be notified as soon as it's available, and we're also seeing who would like to be early testers to help us work the bugs out, and... Uh, We have a 501c3 pending, which means that uh, for all these Living A Course in Miracles, all the Jennifer Hadley, everything, we're moving to a nonprofit. And so you can make what will be a tax-deductible contribution uh, by the December 31st. So stay tuned. And that will really support us getting the app finished because it does it's uh, many many thousands of dollars to uh, build uh, a really sophisticated app like this is and I love that we can with the support of donations offer everything that we're offering pretty much at Living of Course in Miracles for free most of all almost everything is free. And uh, as you know, I offer so much free at jenniferhadley dot com. So I appreciate your tithes and donations. That's all that free stuff uh, is made possible by that. Uh, that's what pays the staff, and uh, my salary is through offerings and things like that as well. So back to the. If you feel like you're going through a really hard time right now, I'd like to give you some practical tools and tips to help you. So uh, the, uh, to me, the most helpful thing is to remember that the more intense the meltdown feels, the more difficult and challenging it feels, the more opportunity there is for healing. And it's happening right now. That opportunity is happening in this moment. So I invite you to grab it and not delay. And so how do you do that? You partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. And it's as simple as just saying, help me, help me now. Yes. 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 So, uh, one of the things that you'll notice if you do this often enough is you'll start to perceive divine guidance and inspiration more readily because you're cultivating that were that willingness. Now, one of the, I want to give you some t- tips and tools in case of a meltdown or freak out. And these really work. So you can write these down and these are um, just some of the things that I teach in my classes. So, Partner up, invoke the higher Holy Spirit self to lead you and guide you. Get out of doing it alone. Part of why you're freaking out is you're doing it alone. Take 10 deep breaths and think of what you're grateful for. Gratitude really shifts your energy. It shifts the energy of the pattern and it raises your vibration to make you more receptive and more available to the good, to the insight, to the clarity, to the intuition. Pray, 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 pray. So you can pray your own prayers. You can call my prayer line, which is on the prayer page at jenniferhadley.com. You can listen to one of the prayers at jenniferhadley.com. It's all free for you on the prayer page, on the blog page. I record a new prayer every day. You can also search for those prayers at iTunes and download them. So you've got a whole stack of them in your Phone, no matter where you are, and drink a big glass of spring water because that always supports the body and helps us to relax. So, while you're drinking that water, be grateful and thankful. Count your blessings. If you can get outside in nature, even for 30 seconds, if you can take a five minute walk around the block, that can literally save you so much time and energy in cleaning up a mess of poor decisions that you made when you were freaking out and melting down. Remember, cultivate your willingness to break the pattern through partnering up and being willing to see it differently, to see it correctly. And fundamentally, whenever we're upset, it's because we're believing something that's not true. So you can look for the lie and tell it the truth. So if the lie is that you're never going to get ahead, you're never going to be successful, tell it the truth. The truth is I'm already holy. Truth is I'm already whole and I am willing to see, know, feel, hear and understand that right now. And also fundamentally when the ego says you don't have what it takes, take a deep breath in that. Divine partnership and turn and face the ego and say, You have no idea what you're talking about. I do have what it takes. I am doing it. It is being done. It's happening now because you don't have to do it. You don't have to restore yourself. You just have to be willing to be restored. I invite you to place your hand on your heart right now with me and say, I am willing to be restored. I am that I am. The great I am that I am is the resurrection and the life of my life. In grace and gratitude, I share the benefits of my healing and my expansion with everyone because I'm one with them. In grace and gratitude, I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Remember to go get the free class at jenniferhadley.com on the Masterful Living page. I love you. Have a great week.
2: Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.
1: What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant, Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the quest for prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special, loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation.
4: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.
1: Writing down your soul, the lotus and the lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find... This is Andrew Harvey, and I'd like to invite you to join me next February On a pilgrimage to the artistic, historical, and spiritual soul of North India. Or journey to the Sacred Heart of Sri Lanka with us next March and explore the healing depths of Buddhist traditions, meditation, and art. Learn more at sacredearthjourneys.ca
2: Mention Unity Online Radio when booking and save $200 at sacredearthjourneys.ca